everybody. It's never o'clock. Time for the Hotshot Wiz Kids again. Episode. Episode. I don't even know. If you're listening, you're listening. It's five, I think. Could be. I, I think lose, it's five. I lose track. My fast-paced lifestyle. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's five. I've been listening to the other shows over and over again. Have you? Quality control. You know what? I do it right the first time. First take. That's a keeper. Hmm. So I was on a trip last weekend, and it reminded me of hotels because I was in a hotel. Being in a hotel reminded me of being in a hotel. That's interesting. Interesting how that works. And I was eating a sandwich. It reminded me about eating sandwiches. It reminded me of being in a hotel. Reminded me of the fact that how pushy those maids are at those hotels. Yeah, yeah, that is true. They just barge right in. I mean, if you don't have that "do not disturb" sign up, they just open up the door. It's like, like at least knock, do something. I'm, I'm, I'm in bed. I'm masturbating. You don't know what I'm doing in there. Plus, I have valuables in there. What if I'm not in there and they can just wander in there and rummage through my things? That's kind of the point. Yeah, they can. They're crooks. They're always some kind of foreign type. And when you're in there, you can, I guess, well, at least in the hotel I was in, you could lock, like, the latch thing, and then they, you couldn't use a key to get in. You had to, you couldn't get in. So, well, I don't, they must be able to get in some way, because sometimes people die in hotel rooms. Sometimes, yeah. So Never I don't know how they're, I don't know how they're doing that. But remember that one time we were, we were laying in bed, not together, separate beds. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks for specifying, because, <laughs> you know, in my imagination. Is we it gay to have the same hotel room? I mean, I'm not made of money. Yeah, I look. Sorry, I can't afford uh, two separate hotel rooms. We're gonna have to split this one. Um. So you know, we're laying in bed sleeping, separately. not together separately. Say that again. Yeah. All of a sudden, some lady, Hispanic probably, stuck her head in. Yeah, and it's like it's not like the movies where it's some hot chick offering sexual favors. It's just some old lady wanting to give us towels. Housekeeping. And- housekeeping. It's like, ah, just leave towels. Uh, you know what, really? I don't need towels. I don't need my sheets changed. You need we towels. Those rough-ass towels they have in there. What, are they going to be less rough? I'm just, They're giving you the same towels. Who cares? Where do they buy these towels from? It's like sandpaper. Cheapest stuff possible. But it's like, I'm, we're there one or two days. I can manage without, you know, changing my sheets, giving me new towels. I'm, I'm fine. I think we were somewhere for like four days and we just had do not disturb on the door the whole time. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't trust you. I don't want you in my room. Yeah, and they have safes. Like, oh, if you put your variables in the safe. Yeah, so you know exactly what I have. You know exactly what to steal now. It's ridiculous that they have access to your room when you're not even there. You go in there, they're wearing your clothes, watching TV. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's going to be an elderly uh, Cuban woman wearing your Miami t-shirt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never know what's gonna happen to these people. But these hotels. Oh, you know what else I hate about hotels is the uh, the little tiny soaps they give you. You're supposed to bring your own. That's that's for. Are show. you? They they have them there. Yeah, so. it's for show. Really? I mean, that if if in your own home, if your soap whittled down to that size, you would just throw it out and open up a new bar. Oh, and also, I don't like how the majority of these hotels have the sink outside of the bathroom. Yeah, that's kind of inconvenient, but I suppose... Because I like to brush my teeth in the nude, and if yes. I'm with somebody else who I wouldn't want to see me nude, which is pretty much everyone, how am I going to brush my teeth in the nude? You know what? I can't answer that question. Exactly. But Ask you... me to step outside so you can brush your teeth. 
You'll be looking at the peephole. You'll reverse the peephole, Aaron Andrews style, and you'll you'll be peeking at me. I know you. Yeah, you'll see me with my tools out, <laughs> reversing peepholes as I like to do. I would just hide a camera, really, if I really wanted to. I don't know how to reverse a peephole. So much work. How easy would it be to hide cameras in various places? Very, I do it all the time. Very easy. No one's looking for cameras. Not me. I look for taps, and I like that little machinery to like. I can detect wiretaps and stuff. No, in reality, though, I do look for tails. People following me. I'm like, maybe I'm a little paranoid, but I'll keep an eye out. I'm like, oh, that guy's been behind me for a little while. And then you know, it just coincidentally, you make a couple turns, he turns with you. Well, then I'm like, all first right. of all, who's who's following you around? Who wants to follow you to work? Could be some crazy person just saying, you know what? I'm gonna kill the next person I see. Oh, that guy! Like in the jerk when uh, what's his name's like, mm, him because he got in the phone book and then he yeah. went shooting him. It could happen. Hey, this guy really hates these cans. Crazier things have happened. The other day I was messing around in my car. It was like two in the morning. What do you mean you were messing around in your car? I was adjusting things in my car. I was in my car. All right, all right, okay. All right, all right. And I thought you were like. Uh, uh, make out point or something. No, no, I was in front of With my yourself. <laughs> I like a romantic view. Yeah, I like going there when I'm depressed, watching all the couples. But, uh, so I'm adjusting something in there, none of your business what. And a car goes by, it stops like 10 feet away, reverses a little, and it just sits there. You thought you were dead. I was like, <laughs> is this guy, am I about to be killed so discreetly, I reach into my pocket. I always carry like a Swiss Army knife type thing. That blocks bullets. <laughs> so don't worry. You're good. Well, it can if they shoot right at it. In the movies, people are always being saved by like a campaign button they had in their pocket or a, their lucky quarter. Yeah, or a, a giant crucifix or if they have a book. In, maybe you carry the Bible in your breast pocket. That'll save you. King James edition. But uh, I took that out. I did. I took the blade out, and I, I had it there, kind of like underneath the blade. It's ridiculous. You had your blade out. <laughs> if I'm about to be murdered, I'm you going take, down You took it this far. Yeah. Uh, wow. Sorry, I don't want to get killed. Wow. And I, I didn't. Good thing I didn't do a preemptive strike. If anyone else told this story, I wouldn't even believe this for a second. <laughs> well, like really, you got your knife out. And you're ready to, to pounce on this guy. I'm just. I'm just prepared. But what if I did a preemptive strike and just went up to that car and started slashing people and it was just like some guy dropping off his kids? Self-defense? Not really. I was attacked. What if it was a gang hit and they're like, that guy, he drives around, around in the same car as you. Well, he'd say whatever your car is. And they see the car like, that's him, let's kill him. That's why I took out my knife, yeah. Mistaken identity happens all the time. People are always mistaking me for someone else. That's exactly why I live in the suburbs. No mistaken identity murders. I like the suburbs because there are uh, less hooligans wandering the streets. No one walks in the streets except for exercise and suburbs. Yeah. I mean, that's the, if you're walking around, you're asking for trouble. You walk for exercise or just a leisurely stroll, that's cool. If you're walking around because you need to get somewhere, you're in trouble. Because you know who else is out there? Punks. Just waiting to hassle you. They got nothing better to do either. They can't afford a car either. I hate punks. Beating me up. Uh, that's why I don't go to the streets. Yeah, you, you, if you got to go somewhere, drive. You're going two blocks away, drive. I wish they had drive through for everywhere. Like, tops, just drive through. 
Yeah, let me, uh, you know what? Why don't we just have a, a giant parking garage attached to a supermarket, and then you'll have, like, a valet, because he's not taking your car, he's just taking your order, and you, you give him your shopping list, he'll go do your shopping, then he'll come put it in oh, imagine truck. the tips you'd have to give these people. Ah, uh, yeah, tipping. Like, I just got you $300 worth of groceries, because, you know, some people buy a lot of groceries. Me, I buy bologna and some bread. That's good for, like, three weeks or so. Mm -hmm. Possibly longer if I want to eat stale bologna. Okay, um, why am I tipping this guy? Are you working for free? Are you some kind of good Samaritan? You just go up to, you go to jobs and you just start working for nothing? That's you're, a lot of work. You're sitting in your car. Yeah. He's, he's wandering through the aisles for you. Yeah, he's already getting paid. And is he doing such a fantastic job I need to give him extra money? No, he's just doing his regular what job. What if he comes back really quick? I mean, that's how it should be work. I mean, it should be work. I can't speak English now. That's how it should work. It's like, if you do a fantastic job, I'm going to give you a little extra money. All of a sudden, we just have to tip people for the hell of it. You do the shittiest job ever, you're still getting a tip. Everyone expects a tip. A tip no should be given what. for above and beyond service. Yeah. Not for just bringing me my food and saying, and then coming back three minutes later when I have something in my mouth and saying, how is everything? Which I hate, by the way. Yeah, they do that on purpose, so you can't complain. They wait for you to put that bite in your mouth. Next time I do it, I'm going to stab them with my fork. I just spit the food out in my hand and... Ugh. Oh, actually, my chicken was a little dry. I bring blue makeup and I pretend I'm choking and dying. It really freaks them out. They don't happen to notice you applying blue makeup? Because <laughs> if you showed up there already blue, they wouldn't think you're choking. And if you're applying the makeup at the table, mm. do you see your problem? Or what do they think I'm just part of the blue men group? Aren't they bald? Would you shave your head for this? I don't know. I don't know Go what's going far. on. There. I don't know what's going on with those guys making money doing that. It's crazy. Yeah, you don't think I had. That's your problem. I'm not making any money. Which leads yeah. me, because I didn't have a job last two weeks, and then when you go back on unemployment, they they make you like fill this form to tell you like why haven't you, you know, because you, you'll be on unemployment, then you get a job, and then for whatever dumb reason, you'll lose that job, so then you're like, yeah, well, I'm going to go back on unemployment again. So then they go and send you a letter, and they're like, hey, why are you unemployed? Where have you been the last couple months? Just tell them the truth. You can't hold down a job. But here's the thing. So you have to fill this thing for them, but they don't give you an envelope to put it in. They don't give you stamps. I'm unemployed. I don't have any money, but you want me to go buy stamps in an envelope. What are stamps? 42 cents now? I don't know. Probably more than that. 44, I think. Yeah, I don't keep track. I, I don't mail that much. And whatever envelopes they have at the uh, unemployment office, the envelope's always open when it gets to my house. They must have like the shoddiest gloof in these envelopes. Is it the envelopes, or is the mailman just going through your stuff? Then why wouldn't everything else be open? He doesn't want to look at everything. He's just curious about certain things. He's at home with. Oh, you know what? Maybe in the uh, he has a hot plate in the truck, and he has like a uh, kettle, the steam and water there, so you can use. Don't the even steam. get me started. I used to drive home waiting for something in the mail, and there the, the mail lady at the corner reading the magazine. Do you really need a break from driving around? I know, it's hard work driving. I've driven before. It's not, not that, it's not that If I was her, I'd get it all done as quick as possible, then go home. That's my take on it. If, you, if you have a job where pretty much you have a set thing to do, and then you're done, it's not like you have to be, all right, you're here for eight hours, you know, no matter what. Let's say just do all your work, hustle, do it all in like three hours. And then maybe done. lounge. Then maybe if I still want to get paid, I'll go take a nap somewhere. Yeah, then, then you could lounge. And if someone complains, like, hey, I did all the work already. You'd you see me, me racing down the street, throwing letters out the window. They wouldn't even be in the mail, but it would be like Paperboy. I used to throw things in the, uh, in the um, mailbox. Remember that game? 
I do, I do. You know, some paperboys make some serious cash. They don't have paperboys anymore. I know, because times are so tough, degenerates with a van are ste- we're stealing them from kids. I mean, you're a kid, you hustle, maybe you'll have like two routes. And some dude has a van, he takes 20 routes, and he's just driving around all day. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of problems having kids. They're unreliable, for one. Kids, you know, kids are lazy. They're not gonna, if there's something good on TV, like, eh, forget it. My cousin used to be a paper route kid. Yeah, but these kids are delivering papers, like, at 6 in the morning. There's nothing on TV at 6 in the morning. There's always something on TV. <sighs> nothing good. 6 in the morning. I remember when my parents used to get the paper in the mail. they get it, like, 10 in the morning, like, the guy would come wandering, wandering down the streets. Horrible service, these people. I'm just saying. It should be there at 6 in the morning, but it's not. I gotcha. I gotcha. I don't read the paper, though. I don't. I don't That's why old men get up and go out I and get themselves. Go to a convenience store at 4 in the morning. There's an old man. Yeah, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Did we? I don't keep track. In a previous episode. You're lucky I uh, keep track of what we do. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm lucky I have you over here. <laughs> you are. Anyone who has me is lucky mm-hmm. that they have me. No one has you. You're, you're your own man. So I was thinking about ways to uh, screw with people. Not screw with people. Make them angry. Because... Punch them in the face. No, well, I want to make them angry. Hopefully they won't punch me in the face. But I figure one punch in the face is good. As long as they don't beat me to death. You don't want to get hit. What are you talking about? Getting hit hurts. So whatever. And anyways, so I figure if you're having a conversation with someone and you don't like them and you want to annoy them, as soon as they start talking, like, shut up. You don't know anything. You're so stupid. Nobody cares what you have to say. That'll annoy the hell out of them. Yeah, that does. Shut up! No one cares what you have to say. <laughs> Especially if you're in a big group and like they're just like, and they have like this story like, listen to this. And you're like, shut up. Or if it's a stranger and you're just walking by. Both are funny. Yeah. It reminds me. It of is a, annoying, especially if you shame them in front of others. You're so stupid. You don't even know what you're talking about. And you're fat. <laughs> fat people. <laughs> Always good for a laugh. It doesn't matter if they're fat or not. It's called fat. Just you're hurling insults. They don't need to be accurate. Yeah, beautiful. That's not an insult. <laughs> Maybe in some people's eyes it is. What about those girls? Like they don't like when you're nice to them. That's every girl. So they like. So they're like, ah, oh, this guy likes me. This is horrible. And it's like, oh, this guy likes me too much. I can't be with him. I'm gonna go with this other guy who's a real asshole and he's gonna treat me like shit. He's he's a good guy. This guy hit me once, but he apologized, so he's cool. This other guy, he just bought me stuff and complimented me all the time. Forget him. Yeah, too needy. I'm sorry. He was a nice guy and all, but no. Yeah, that's where I fall into. I used to be too nice to girls. Now, I hit them so hard. They love me. I um, uh, I don't really talk to uh, females that often. When I do, though. And another thing, uh, remember what we used to do? Now, this isn't your material, but... Take that Waterboy voice, that'll annoy the shit out of someone. Yeah, if you recall the movie The Waterboy, where they'd be, Ooh, my name is Mike Klein. I'm doing a podcast. I'm so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's annoying. Like, you could be like... You just say anything. Anything you say in that voice... I wish I could do it. I, I should have give you, like, lines to say before. Like You should have, yeah. Ooh. You don't think I had it, as I said before. <laughs> Oh, look at me. I'm getting a blowjob from a supermodel. And then you can annoy the guy. He'll be like, fuck this. I'm done with this. Yeah, I'm sick of blowjobs now. Got ruined it for me. Good example. I think it would work. He'd get annoyed. 
anything. I'm constantly walking in on people while they're getting blowjobs too, so I could use that. You know, I don't know. I don't know that that's ever happened to me. Walking in on someone getting a blowjob. One time, I was uh, privy to uh, someone else's sex. Not privy, but I was in the same room by by accident. Well, I guess it wasn't by accident. They knew I was in the room with them. It was back in 1997. Mm-hmm. And me and this guy, I know, we ended up in these people's attic apartment thing, which it had, like, old couches they found in the garbage or something. Hey, sometimes, I mean, furniture's expensive. If you see a piece of furniture on the side of the road, it's like, that looks pretty good. You know, I'm having a seat. It's not falling apart. Let's so, drag so, it in. So basically, picture your attic... With junk, that. with random junk laying around, with a couple couches and a bed. And this is this is their apartment, and I stayed over there, and uh, I think I had my first beer that night too. By the way, I, I bet it tasted fantastic. It tasted too. awful. Beer is horrible. you know beer, you know me and beer. Mmm, mmm. Just thinking about it makes me want to vomit. I have to question the intelligence of anyone who likes beer. Yeah, it's weird how beer works. It tastes disgusting. But if you drink it enough, you'll begin to like it. And that's what people will tell you, like, well, man, you just got to keep drinking it. Like, why would I do that? Yeah, it's bad to begin with. Uh, uh, let's take something that's disgusting, but I'm going to keep doing it till I like it. <laughs> that doesn't really make much sense. Same thing with smoking. People hate smoking when they first start. They cough. Yeah. I because just, your lungs, they, they really don't like breathing in non-oxygen. I tried it. Every, all, everyone I was around smoked. I'm like, oh, I, everyone seems to be enjoying it. Let me give it a try. I tried to... I had a whole cigarette. A whole cigarette? Yeah, a whole cigarette. And let me tell you something. It hurts. Drawing the smoke in your lungs, I'm like, I don't like this. Your Why lungs are designed to breathe it? oxygen, not... Not toxic fumes? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. The only thing I ever really smoked, and I don't know if I've ever inhaled anything, was um, clove cigarettes and cigars, because I thought they looked cool. They do look cool, though. Not clove, that's gay. They smell, cigars. though. Oh, so anyways, I'm in this attic apartment, and I decided I would go, uh, I was wasted from my two sips of beer, so I went and sleep on this couch, and the guy I was with, who was a little, uh, he's a little flaky, this guy, he wandered off at some point during the night, and all of a sudden, I hear these two people having sex, and they're only like five feet from me, I'm like, what the hell's going on over there? Well, I knew, I wasn't really questioning it. So naive. But the, the thing was, when they were done, they did it like three times. He said that was the best sex they've ever had. It must have been. He did it three times. The guy has some stamina. Let me wow. tell you. Let me tell you something. I was so glad to have been there for that that, that occasion. Because how often are you there for the best sex that they have ever had? Really, you should have been a man and just walked right up and like, can I get in on this? Yeah. What if the guy was like, all right, and he like, you know, it's risky. But listen, how often are you going to get a chance to have a threesome? Whoa! Really? Nobody wants. Let me let me tell you something. No one's gonna ask you. Yeah, they will. Well, no, hear me that's, out. That's probably the first question. Someone, someone's gonna ask. Hey, you ever have a threesome? They're not gonna say. Hey, do you ever have a threesome with two dudes and a girl, or three dudes? You know, you know, like maybe you can you could avoid that topic. No, because you're gonna say. They ask you. Hey, guess threesome? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever had a threesome? One. Like, yeah, I did. And they're like. Oh, it's like two girls? Like, no, three guys, but, uh... You know what? I don't know if they're going to ask. They're going to ask. I think you can avoid yeah. the topic. You know, you just change the subject real quick. It's like, you know, actually, I did have a threesome. No, I don't think you're going to say, wait a minute, it wasn't with two fat chicks, was it? Or with two dudes, or with two corpses? They're going to want stories. Yeah. I'm not a liar either, so I'm not just going to make stuff up. Yeah, it was with another dude. 
He wouldn't even let me touch this girl either. He just fucked me so hard. <laughs> it wasn't fun at all. No more threesomes. A lot of gay humor in this episode. Some people will be offended by that. Gays, perhaps. I don't... There's nothing funny about being gay. But it's it's happy. It's pure happiness for you, I know. You love it. Anyhow, so then, in conclusion to this story that keeps getting broken up by other topics, she comes wandering oh, over with her just a shirt on. Probably no pants. It was dark. I couldn't see. One of those see. long shirts. Yeah. She's like, um, your friend left. I'm like, what do you want me to do? It's the middle of the night. I'm sleeping. That's a, that's a cue for you to uh, get out of my house. Well, they already had sex in front of me, so how nervous could they have been that I was there? That is true. They were I'm pretty sure enough. if I was in the same room with no walls enclosing me, I'm not just going to have sex in front of people. I don't know. First of all, I'd be embarrassed about... My stamina. Stamina. <laughs> stamina. That's a hard word to say, I know. <laughs> and then, you know, I get a la- you also hear a laughter in the background. <laughs> really? Already? Though? If it's your girlfriend, fine. I'm not, really, I'm not going to have sex if there's somebody there because I need to have it so bad. But if it's, let's say, you just kind of met this girl and this is your first chance to have sex, or maybe this is going to be the, your only chance, like, you know what, I might never have this opportunity again. I don't care if there's a dude over there. I'm taking my shot. The male brain always says you're never going to have this opportunity again, even if it is a girlfriend. Like, I got to do it tonight, I, yeah, because I'm she really could uh, hit I'm, the bricks I'm, tomorrow, I'm and I'll never see her again. Her getting run over by a car, so I might as car, well. Car, she might flake out and decide the next day, like, eh, I'm done with you. One more for the road. And, you know, maybe you'll never get a girl again. You never know. It's possible. It is. You go, like, ten years without a girl. It happens. Not a... Not a not with girls. Not a ladies' man like me, but... Yeah, not you, for example, but, like, a normal What's man. the uh, girl equivalent of a ladies' man? A, a man, whore? A man's lady? There is no equivalent. I mean, there's... Okay. But I'm saying word-wise, it's a ladies' man, but what if, what if a woman's good with the guys? There's, there's no such thing. Every, every woman's good Yeah, it's just called guy. a woman, right? Yeah, it's, it doesn't really... There's, there is no equivalent. Because, you, okay, you have a guy. He's he's skilled at picking up women. And just, I mean, any girl can get a guy. True. It's a little unfair. Yeah. yeah. No matter, I mean, no matter what she looks like, if she's just looking for, uh, you know, a one-night stand, she can yeah, find a Yeah, here's the catch. What girls want to find yeah. is more rare. Yeah, I mean, there's a girl, they're, they're looking to find a relationship, but that's a little harder for some women. A lot of them. Let me tell you something. Some women can get this, used. This day and age, easy. a lot of guys, they're like, well, relationship? What do you mean? That's not the way it works. It's it's the year 2010. 10? Is that it? I think so. So guys don't want to do that anymore. It's trouble for these ladies. Ladies, these man's ladies. She's a real man's lady. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. It only doesn't sound right because no one's ever used it. We just invented a new phrase. A man's lady. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that one. I have to use it a few more times. I'm going to start using it. You're a real man's lady, lady. <laughs> wait, wait. You're a real ladies' man, man. No, you don't say that, do you? You might. You're a real ladies' man. That's all you have to say. You're a real man, lady. No, wait. <laughs> no, no, that's an insult. <laughs> you're a real man. You're a real ladies' lady. What if you're, That's a lesbian. Yeah, you're a lady's lady. What about if they say you're a man's man? That doesn't mean that just means you're tough and you're like you're like into manly by things. The, yeah, by that logic, that would mean he's gay, I guess. 
think about it. Or what about, like, when you when you talk about your old man, that's your father, but if you talk about your old lady, yeah, that's, that's your, your wife. Girlfriend or wife. Yeah, I could, that, I, that, could, that, could, that could be confusing. Like, oh, is that your old lady? No, that's my mom. Or something like that. Yeah, I'm not really See, I'm sense. already confused by the whole thing. You just get confused a lot. Or how about uh, when people say shorties, it means girls and kids? Yeah, yeah. You need, like, two separate terms. What if, it's, what if they interact and it's like a... What if you're a child molester yeah. and you talk about having sex with your shorties? I don't know. Are you talking about your kids? Are you talking about your girlfriend? I... Should I call the police? I don't know. Do you think there's some hot girl dating a child molester and she doesn't care? It could happen. There's a lot of screwed up people out there. That's ridiculous. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't like that. But really, though, I don't know if he's bragging about being a child molester, or is she is she helping him bring kids. You know, I think if I live with somebody, or if I was dating someone and they were a child molester, I'd know. I mean, they're pretty secretive, I imagine. Yeah, but there'd be something up. It's with not them. like oh, that Johnny down the street, child molester, that guy. Watch out for him. There's signs. Like literal signs. There's a sign in front of his house. No, I'm saying that's how you know to stay away. I'm saying that there, there's there's ways to tell that someone's doing something flaky. Wait a second. That guy always has a big wheel parked in front of his house, and he doesn't have any kids. <laughs> Wait a minute. Got a spot for big wheels. I used to love my big wheel, I, but I was riding it for way too long because I I could not learn how to ride a bike because I'm I've been scared of everything since I was a little kid. So I was always too scared to ride a bike. I remember, you know, I had the training wheels. When they took the training wheels off, my father was holding the back of the seat. As soon as he let go, you know, I was fine. But as soon as he let go, bam, I fall. I was too scared. So I was riding my big wheel. Meanwhile, all the other kids in the neighborhood already had bikes. So I'm trying to keep up with them on my big wheel. That's like going to happen. Yeah. And then when we got to some gravel, they have no problem. In a bicycle, you can go over gravel. On a big wheel... The wheels are smooth. You're just you're at a standstill. You're spinning out. Yeah, I'd had to like get up and push my big wheel out of there. Plus, you're like way lower than everyone. Yeah, it's it's not cool. Cars can't see you. They're running you over all it's the em- time. It's embarrassing. Well, did you know that a young lady taught me to ride my bike? I did not know that. No, I don't know. She seemed way older than me at the time, but she probably wasn't. Forty-seven. I'd like to find her now because I'd like to date the girl who taught me how to ride a bike. That'd be interesting. She's too old. Should only be like, you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know either. I wasn't there. I'm still too old. Ugh. But look, yeah, this I'm is this is uh, grandma. This is uh, Rachel. She taught me how to ride a bike, is and she's also my girlfriend. That's her claim to fame. The, the, the bike thing happened years ago. Just so you know, I didn't like just learn. Imagine you didn't ever learn how to ride a bike, and you're like thirty years old, and like finally rode it. Yay! It could happen. Like I don't know how to swim, and I'm never. Apparently, I'm never going to learn. I'm too old to learn now. Well, you're not. You're not. You know. You're not like in a hurricane areas where you need to know how to swim. Still, yeah, and I'm not going into bodies of water. I'm not going swimming in a river. Well, as you know, I haven't swam in like 15 years. So yeah, I don't know how to swim. If I'm in a pool, I'm in the shallow end. I just stand there and splash myself. But imagine yeah. you're, you're a dude. Get, you Imagine could, I'm a dude. That's all, oh, man. That would take some imagination on here. my part. Imagine you have training wheels on your bike and you're like 30 years old. Yeah. You're in the Tour de France. I would just switch to a three-wheeled bike and just be kind they of... They have those now. They've had them for a long time, yeah. I would just be like, hey, that's my thing. I like a three-wheeled bike. I'm not going to you know, have the training. I don't wheels. like riding bikes because I'll die. 
Are you allergic to bikes? No, because people don't pay attention. They hit you. Yeah, that's true. You know, I would just ride a bike around the park or something. Yeah, but then you got to haul the bike to the park. Haul? Are you Well, you, you put it in the trunk of your car, drive to the park. We have small cars. I don't think a bike could fit. Strap it to the top. Bungee. Scratch it up. So put a blanket down. There's always a solution. You're just lazy. I guess I could put it in my trunk and I'll have like one of those little flags sticking out so people see it. Because if you have stuff sticking out of your car, you're supposed to have a flag on it. I, yeah, I didn't know that. Was that a rule? Yeah, like if you have a corpse sticking out of your trunk. I chop my corpses up into small bite-sized pieces, so no. Bite-sized? Mm-hmm. What do you chop them up with? Ginsu. Uh, you, you'd be constantly sharpening that knife. It's You don't ever have to sharpen it. It's a Ginsu knife. It's a That's a forever. gimmick. It's their gimmick, and it's and it's true. Notice that no one buys them anymore. You don't need to. Once you bought it once, it's good for life. That would be horrible marketing. Like, I'm going to sell you a product that you'll never need to rebuy. Yeah, what if they made a car that, you know, it's, like, made out of, like, super strong steel that never rusts, and, like, there's, like, hardly any plastic on it, so it's, like, you know, really durable. It's got some space-age materials. Yeah, and the parts don't wear out. Pretty much, when you buy that car, you never have to do maintenance again. You bought it, that's it. No one's ever buying stuff from them again, because I already bought it. Well, think about what people say space age materials. That means like the early, like what, late 50s, early 60s space age? What is the space age? I don't know. The 19, well, 1960s. Is that the space age? That's when we went to space for the first time, allegedly. Yeah. So I'm saying space age materials is like 45 years old. I don't think anyone uses that term anymore. I do. What's uh, space age material that you're talking about then? Um, Like Tang. That's not a material, that's a drink. <laughs> oh. Well, it's space age material. It's a material. Do they still tell do they still sell Tang? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. It was I good. I haven't had it in a long time. It's good stuff. I put a little more I put a little extra powder in my Tang. Just like the Kool-Aid. As you can say about people like, I think that guy puts a little extra powder in his Tang. Is that a gay term? <laughs> no. Everything's a gay it's reference. It's a crazy reference. Great. How would you even know what that reference is? Well, if you were smart, you'd figure it out. Like me. Uh-huh. I figured it out because I invented it. When you invent something, it, it comes in handy for understanding. It's it. like when you're trying to explain something to someone, and you really you are bad at explaining things, but you get frustrated because, like, you know what you're talking about. You're the one who was explaining something, but you get all annoyed with the person because they don't know what the hell you're talking about. That's true. It's like, I don't, I don't know what your problem is. I'm telling you what what's going on. And looks like we're just about out of time, sir. Yep. It's a real shame. I'm going to miss you. This has been another episode of the Hotshot Wiz Kids. By the way, if Casey didn't know, we are now available on iTunes. That is true. So if you'd like to listen and the or good, not. No, the good thing about iTunes is you can subscribe to the show and it'll automatically download to your uh, computer. That is When convenient. you're sleeping or whatever you're doing. Or, if you'd rather, while you're sleeping, I'll come into your apartment and I'll download it personally. Sweet. Either or. All right, until next time. We... And I won't rape you. And that wasn't necessary. Until next it's time. It's a promise. I, that's my mark guarantee. Until next time, you're listening to the Hot Shot with Kids. <laughs>